When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. We are joined by Ben Carey, who is guest co-hosting today. So good to have him here with us. But man, not a good weekend of baseball to talk about for the Colorado Rockies. But Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, No complaints here. You know, I wish the Rockies uh, would have won the series, of course, but you know, it's baseball. It was it was brutal. Of course, the big, big story coming out of this Sunday game is Kyle Freeland going down in the seventh inning with what appears to be a dislocated shoulder. At least that's how he described it after the game. Thankfully, he was able to talk to press after the game. He said that he had an x-ray right after the game. Nothing is broken in there. They were looking at structural stuff. It looks like it was just dislocated, and it went back in on his own. Um, And he did say it was one of the worst feelings he's ever had in terms of pitching injuries. He's never dislocated anything before. The next step, of course, he'll get an MRI when he gets back to Denver. Um, But, yeah, he said that when he dove and landed, he tried to push himself back up. And he just like had no strength in his arm, and it was just like pain right after that. Um, ben, what was going through your head when you saw Kyle Freeland go down? Yeah, so I was uh, doing a little work on my computer, and I had the game muted just for a little bit. And I, I look over, and I'm like, "Oh no!" And it, initially, I, I looked at it and just how he reacted. I, I knew it was a dislocation. Uh, I've seen a few of those in person uh, on the football field, and yeah, it just the way he reacted. But you know, luckily it went in on its own because I've seen times where you have to actually pop it back in place. And sometimes it doesn't go back in place, which is even worse because then the pain just continues uh, basically at the same level. So luckily it went back in and, you know, props to Kyle for uh, doing an interview after that. I mean, I, I, you don't see that a lot from, from players. Usually they're going to be in the trainer's room just away from camera. So uh, it just shows the type of competitor he is. And I guess the good news, Susie, it it is his uh, non-throwing arm. So that's good. But just doing some quick research, I mean, we're looking at six to eight weeks probably. Um, I don't think they're going to try to – I mean, I would be shocked if he comes back before six weeks unless it was like a very clean – like you know pop back in but yeah i mean at this point like i don't want to be the one to yeah we might have just lost oh sorry but did not mean to over talk did not mean to talk over you please say your thought one more time so (laughs) no yeah no you're good i i think we might have seen yeah we might have seen the last of kyle this season so it is this is rough this is rough i mean i think yeah i mean at least it's his non-throwing shoulder and also like it went in on his own when he rolled over. So, like, yeah, we're hoping that it's just, like, a clean situation. But whenever you dislocate something, ligaments get torn. Other things can happen. So, yeah, we still don't know. I'm sure we'll find out more in the coming days. Um, when Buddy was talking about this post game, he said that it's the, just the kind of thing that turns your guts. Those are the words he used. Um 
But yeah, this is this is tough. The Rockies have like no starters. The only dude who's been around since the opening day rotation is Austin Gomber. It's just Austin Gomber, last man standing in this rotation. How did we get here? Uh, a lot of a lot of injuries. That's how we got there. <laughs> a lot, a lot of injuries. Um, all right, Will Carpenter is in the chat right now because also the Rockies are picking. They're they're up. Ooh, they're, up they're up right now. They are up right now. Patrick is there too, so we'll hear from him in a little bit about the the next. Any predictions pick. on like at least the position? You know what? I kind of hope they get a pitcher. <laughs> Clearly, we need him. Yeah. Not a, not that it would help us. Mind. This, <laughs> not that it would help us this season, but we know the Rockies always need pitching, and uh, yeah, we are literally just waiting. Should we see. Google to see if uh, someone drafted in this year's draft can come play this season? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, it just depends. It just depends. But, yeah, I guess at this point we already have – listen, they've already done eight picks in the draft. The first two overall picks uh, were out of LSU. We'll talk about this a little later on in the show. But now that I know we're kind of almost on the clock here, I'm, like, looking down at the TVs at the bar. I'm like, ooh, Who's yeah, next? On the clock. Who do we have? Who do we have? We're on the clock the, right now. The funny thing with MLB and their draft, it's it's so different from other sports, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Compared to NFL. NFL, a guy gets drafted top 10, he's playing next season, no doubt, right? And yeah. uh, baseball, it's way, way different. So it's, it's always inter interesting to me to follow it and just to see how these players kind of progress throughout the years. Yeah, that's like the one thing that, you know, I think a lot of people just don't appreciate about the draft is like, you got to be patient. You have to be patient. We're not doing immediate satisfaction, immediate gratification here. Got to be patient. So while we're yep. waiting on that Rockies pick, let's break down the rest of this one nothing loss in San Francisco. So it was Kyle Freeland on the mound, of course, versus Logan Webb. He pitched the whole dang game. He has never done this in his major league history, in his major league career yet. And it was only the second time he's even pitched into the ninth, but he gets the shutout. Good for him. Uh, it was really such a pitching duel until Kyle Freeland went down. But what were your thoughts on Logan Webb? Because that's that's an accomplishment that anyone can appreciate, even though we were on the wrong end of that. Yeah, I, I believe it's only the 19th or 20th uh, complete game this season, and those numbers are way down from last season. And, and obviously the, the pitch clock has a lot to do with that. Uh, but, yeah, props to him for going the distance uh, today. Uh, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> no runs from the Rockies. Uh, you know, they were making some con contact, but, yeah, just it, it was just one of those days on the road which we've seen, you know, over the years. So. Yeah, yeah, we you know we did get yeah we did see some Rockies with some hits with some extra base hits. Doyle had a double that was really good for him. Yeah, but yeah, Castro had a single. KB had a single because that is his style now. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. dang, dang, this was this was rough. This was this was tough to see. But yeah, total I, shutout. I will say there maybe are a few silver linings from today's game. Uh, had to dig a little bit, but I do love what I see out of Nolan Jones and Doyle out in the field. Mm -hmm. I mean, with how tall they are in their length and their speed, it seems like they just cover everything. And there was a play where Nolan Jones uh, went to dive uh, for the ball and he missed it, but Doyle's running full speed right behind him, and he was able to 
retrieved the ball and saved a double. So just little things like that, I think, are going to keep those two around, especially Doyle, because Doyle has been struggling at the plate. But, you know, if he can even turn it around a little bit, I mean, he's he's going to be a real good player in this league. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, of course, when Doyle first got up here, he was uh, he was cooking. And now I think, you know, pitching has figured him out a little bit. But, you know, he's still getting yep. hits in there. But, yeah, Doyle and Nolan Jones are so much fun to watch. Um, Nolan Jones is so tall. Like, his legs are just like a yeah. million miles long. He is so tall. <laughs> is he six? Is he six five? He's six five. He's yeah, he's enormous. Yeah. yeah and then Doyle's like a good six three or six four, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So maybe closer to six three is six, what three. I'm like remembering. Yeah. But uh, I know how I know I know how these athletes are. You know, they always like to bump it up an inch, you know. It's just like it's just like dating apps. It, like everyone adds a couple inches. I'm oh. like, if the player says he's five ten, he's five eight. If if they, they if they say six feet on a dating app, they're probably five eleven. That's exactly there's there's no so. way they're not five eleven. This is why I have yeah. trust issues, Ben. But listen, um, I gotta say the Rockies, they picked their first round draft pick, Chase Dollander, a right-handed pitcher out of Tennessee. Mm. We got a pitcher. Very exciting. Um uh, uh, we'll talk more about him with Patrick when he joins the show. Probably actually any minute now. So maybe first we should. Ooh, uh, yeah. We should we should just talk about Breck Brew real fast. We should talk about the Palisade Peach, which is our beer of the month. It's $6 at the bar right now. Love Palisade's Peach. It is just like the perfect, the perfect summer beer in my like very humble opinion because i'm the most humble but yeah breck brew has a beer for any occasion and there is no better way to watch a game than with a breck brew in your hand in your face they've been doing it a lot too they've been doing this for a long time they've been doing this for 33 years and it all comes down for, to their love and their passion for making a good beer and it's made with 100 percent renewable energy because they care about colorado they care about the planet but you got to check out the Avalanche Amber, the Vanilla Porter Jr., the Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun Slinger, and my personal favorite, the Good Company Hard Seltzer. But head to breckbrew.com to find your favorite beer near you. It is that easy. You can find a Breck all over the country. You know what I you know what I love to pair with my Breck brew? Love a nice little spicy quesadilla from Illegal Pete's because they listen they hook us up all the time the one on colfax over here go-to spot for the summer incredible patio vibes but yeah they have a happy hour it's from three to eight every day so like i could still make it to happy hour after this show how lucky am i but this is the case at all 12 illegal pete's locations um they've got deals all day every day don't forget to stop by illegal pete's get a house mark get a draft beer it's good stuff. We love illegal peeps. All right. Let's let's see. Is Patrick on yet? He is not. All right. So we are going to let's let's get back to recapping these games, Ben. Let's talk about let's Fridays. Let's talk about Friday's game where the Rockies snapped a couple of streaks, which is pretty exciting. But the Rockies, with that win, snapped a 10-game road losing streak that dated back to June 14th. 
So that was really refreshing to see. Happy that it happened against the Giants, too, because they had an 11-game losing streak to the Giants that dated back to August 2022. So it is just long overdue that the Rockies finally beat the Giants. First win in San Francisco since June 9th, 2022. Gomber looked good. I mean... He, he did his thing, and look, Gomber is a guy who, you know, he was brought in here from the Nolan trade, of course. We all know that, and, mm -hmm. you know, he, he does succeed sometimes on the road, so got to give it up, and, I mean, at this point, he's like our <laughs> – he's our ace, so, I mean, he's got to come out and, and perform, right? <laughs> who would have thought? I mean, no one had this that, No but. one had this on their bingo card. Austin Gomber, ace of the Colorado Rockies. In part, I mean, he did pitch a great game. But also by default at this point. Yeah, by by default. Uh, and, and going back to just the Giants and Rockies uh, playing each other, I, I was looking at it. I think they're five and fifteen, or maybe it was five and twenty um, over the last, uh, I think, twenty-five games. Something crazy like that. The Giants have owned us. I mean, it's just, it's tough, but. Oh, wow. That is tough. That is tough. It's really tough to see Gabe Kapler owning the Colorado Rockies like this. Are you a Gabe yeah, Kapler guy? Where do you stand on Gabe Kapler? So I, I, I'm i neutral on him. I like Bochi a lot. I actually ran into Bochi like five years ago when the Rockies were playing the Giants in Colorado. And I like talked to him for like five minutes. He was at the, the gym working out. And he was like a super cool dude. So that was cool. But now he's out of, out of uh, San Francisco. So now the yeah. new guy, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. I've never heard anyone say they are neutral on Gabe Kapler. I think you're the first person in history, Ben. How do you feel about him? Oh, I think he's kind of a goofball. <laughs> yeah, he's... I kind of can't take him seriously. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, look, he's, he's in our division. He's the head coach. I'm just like, whatever. That's, that's I, how I, feel about him. I don't know. I thought he was a joke in Philly when he was there, and I think he's a joke now. So, like, <laughs> it just, I take that personally when the Rockies lose to the Giants. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's the first person. thing that you think about. Oh, yeah, he was in Philly. You know, I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He, him and Philly didn't vibe. Philly did not appreciate his personality. <laughs> yeah, it didn't the match. Least. They're like, you can, uh, you can go out to San Francisco. They're like, yeah, you take this bullshit to San Francisco. This is the this is a hot takes episode for sure. <laughs> I know there, there could be some more coming. We'll see. I, listen, I came here to talk shit and talk Rockies, and I've already talked about the Rockies a bunch. Might as well get a little bit of shit in there. Exactly. Yes. I told you that we curse on this show, right? Yeah, you did. You're you allowed did. to. You're allowed to. Um, you're like, why hasn't Ben cussed yet? The Rockies aren't doing well. <laughs> you're just, you know what? You're such a wholesome presence on this show right now. And I'm like in got, my villain era currently. <laughs> I got to ease my way in. You know, this is only my second Rocky show. So maybe by like four or five, I'll start like dropping F-bombs every like five Yo. It's <laughs> like the one thing um, uh, like our bosses will say every once in a while. Like you guys like don't curse enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, yeah. Also, guys, like, yeah, hop in, leave your comments about what you think about the Rockies heading into the second half, what you think about the Rockies first round draft pick. It's a pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about this guy. Um, Tennessee guy. I, I'm sure Patrick will have more on him, but he's 6'2", mm -hmm. so he's really 6'1". Um, <laughs> he, he played at Georgia Southern for a year and then Tennessee for two. Um Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I don't like recall his name off the top of my head, but 
I mean, he seems the part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, definitely can't wait for Patrick to call in so we can check in with him. Uh, did you catch Saturday's game too? Connor Seabold versus, I guess Ryan Walker started this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched uh, most of it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Seabold being Seabold, it's it's tough right now. I'm just giving up a lot of hits, but it could have been a lot worse, to be honest. Uh, this game went under the full game total too, which is funny because like in the first inning or second inning, it was like four to two. So you're like, oh, there's going to be like a million runs scored. And then the bullpens kind of came in and uh, did their part. But yeah, it was just another one of those games. Rockies got in a hole. And it, was, it, was, it was a tough one. Yeah, this was definitely a tough one for sure. Did I hear Patrick arriving into the show? Oh my gosh. Oh, he's not ready. Okay, then we'll wait. We'll be patient. He's doing his hair. He's, you know, fixing his hair. He's got, he's got to keep up with all this. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sa- I said to Alyssa before the show, I'm like, it's giving, like, if a golden doodle was trying to be Farrah Fawcett, like, that's me right now. <laughs> wow, that is a, that is a sight right there. It's a sight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I know everyone comes to um, our Rocky shows to hear about what's going on with my hair. I know that. <laughs> yeah, we need a sponsored segment from, like, a hairspray uh, company or something. This is actually no hairspray, by the way. All right, Patrick is oh, joining the show me. now. Patrick is coming to us from Seattle. Patrick, how are you doing? How was your trip? Doing good. Doing good. Just jumped out of the MLB draft. Don't want to be uh, accused of filming live from inside the building of Lumen Field, so I had to rush outside immediately after the Rockies selected right-hander Chase Dollander from the University of Tennessee. Yeah, Patrick, what's your take on this? Obviously, we know pitching is a very sore subject with us this season, but as a guy that we're not going to see for a bit, what is your take on him? I think it's a great selection, absolutely. It was pretty much what they needed to do. After Paul Skeens, there were really three guys uh, that we highlighted uh, all throughout the, the previous month in the mock drafts, that being Brent Louder of Wake Forest, uh, who went seventh overall to Cincinnati, there's Chase Dollander, and then even Hurston Waldrop, who's a little bit outside of that, but in his last three starts, was absolutely fantastic at the University of Florida in the Super Regionals, as well as the College World Series. Uh, I thought there was a chance for him, but Dollander was available for them, so they end up going uh, sort of with the chalk, what they needed to do. Don't get too creative. They've got plenty of hitters. They can kind of build build those, uh, and we know how this thing saying goes, hey, it's Colorado. We know they're going to hit, even if that isn't true. Uh, we know there's not a, a ton of pitching right now in the minors uh, for the Rockies, and certainly not very close. Gabriel Hughes doing a nice job. Already getting to double A after being drafted last year. A Dollander hopefully will move somewhat quickly throughout the minor league system. We'll be able to help sort of this next crop of Colorado Rockies who potentially could be a contender as soon as 2026. Maybe. We'll see. It's a good it's a good pick. Great pick for the Rockies. Yeah, exactly. I'm with Ben. Cross your fingers here. (laughs) Um, Patrick, um, yeah, you mentioned Gabriel Hughes. He's moved up pretty quickly. Um, It would be nice if Dollander moves up quickly, too, especially to catch up with all the other prospects that we have bubbling up in the system who are going to make the Rockies a much better team in a couple of years. Yeah, I think there's a decent possibility of that happening. We've seen since Bill Schmidt has taken over as GM that the Rockies have been a little bit more aggressive uh, when it comes to promoting their players. You know, we did see it in 2021, uh, even when he was still the interim GM with Ryan Feltner coming up. Sure, it was a very brief amount of time, but it was an indicator 
that the Rockies aren't going to necessarily go the traditional route for each and every player. Gavin Hollowell, Noah Davis coming up from Double A late last year to make their major league debuts, and again with Hughes getting promoted the way that he's been, and Yankee Fernandez, you know, coming to America for the first time. I uh, got a chance to catch up with him yesterday during the Futures game. He's a player that goes from the Dominican Summer League uh, up to Double A in less than a year and a half. So the Rockies have been a lot more aggressive. A lot of teams in Major League Baseball in general have been more aggressive with their promotions and saying, "Hey, these guys are young and they're they're a little bit readier." Uh, than, than some players in the past. And so a lot of that seasoning, you can do some of that at the big league level. So uh, I think there's a good chance that we could see Dalvinder, you know, sooner than later and certainly a lot sooner than a prep pick or a high school arm, uh, kind of like Noble Meyer, who's uh, from this area, from Oregon, who went just after uh, just after Dalvinder at the 10th overall pick. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Futures game. Yeah, you got to catch up with Yankee El Fernandez. We saw that you caught up with Jackson Holiday. Tell us about the Futures game yesterday. It was great. Yeah, it was fantastic just seeing all these great young stars coming together uh, on the same field. Players that, look, we've, we've seen it going all the way back to 1999 when Alfonso Soriano hit two home runs at Fenway Park in the first ever Futures game. You know, Noel Arenado has participated in this. Brendan Rodgers just... You name it, going on down the line for MLB, you know, superstars and, and future Hall of Famers. Miguel Cabrera was a part of a couple. Like this is the kind of the breeding ground of that next generation of players, and uh, we're seeing it at the majors this year. You know, with guys like Ellie De La Cruz, I'm sure you've been buzzing about him, you know, plenty with uh, with what he's doing on the field for the Cincinnati Reds. So all of those guys were in action on Saturday at, at T-Mobile Park, and so it was great catching up with Yankee Fernandez. You know, he's ready for the challenge of Double A and. Uh, he's definitely adjusting, doing pretty well in 13 games. He's got five home runs and, and 10 RBI. So, uh, you know, the, the, the growing pains that normally would come uh, with going up to double A and actually uh, haven't been too painful for him, uh, I would say, in general. Yeah, I was going to say that is uh, unusual because we always hear about how double A is one of the toughest adjustments. Um, Patrick, we don't want to take up your whole evening because we know you have a lot of work to do. Ben, do you have anything that you want to ask Patrick about before we let him go? Yeah, I was just curious your thoughts on the first uh, few picks. Um, I know Cruz and Skeens and Clark, I could have seen them kind of interchanging, but are you surprised with Skeens and what was just the reaction with him going number one? Yeah, in the past 24 to 48 hours, it did seem like, you know, the Pirates were going to make it sound kind of a similar movement to 2021 uh, when they selected Henry Davis going with a guy that might not be the chalk, might not be the best uh, overall player, but hey, you save a little bit of money, and then you can give that to guys in the second round or your supplemental play pick. So I figured, okay, that does make a lot of sense for a team like the Pirates, but they take the best guy. They, they take the guy that, you know, has probably been the best college arm since uh, Steven Strasburg. Uh, and then right after that, Dylan Cruz. So the first time uh, you got teammates going number one and number two in the MLB draft with, uh, with Skeens, a guy who I was playing in Colorado this time last year uh, as a member of the Air Force Academy. Uh, and, and Dylan Cruz, uh, again, going one and two. That was great to see another SEC guy in Wyatt Langford going for. So pretty much everything going how it should. Everything after that, I think, has probably played out where the best player is, uh, is getting selected. Going forward, now is where it, things could get a little bit creative. But uh, as far as the Rockies are concerned, I, I'm, I'm pretty overjoyed with them bolstering you know, their starting rotation and getting a Division One arm, uh, a quality starter like a Chase Dollander. We love it. Patrick, thank you so much for taking the time to check in. We will talk to you tomorrow before the Home Run Derby. But, yeah, stay in touch. Absolutely.
See you guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Patrick. Hey, before we talk about, you know, the rest of the Rockies news, we got to talk about DraftKings, our friends at DraftKings, who've been with us for so long. But listen, DraftKings... We've got a great deal for y'all. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DNVR. You can bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts, 800-327-5050, or visit the gambling helpline at ma.org in New York, one 877 Eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y in Kansas. It's one 4700 And in West Virginia, one 800 Gambler or one 800 gamblernet Please play responsibly and in partnership. Oh, please please play responsibly. Uh, in Connecticut, help is available at 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance one boost eligible per game opt-in required max bet is fifty dollars 10 plus legs required for a hundred percent boost eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.com sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. That is, that's the disclaimer there. Uh, we got to talk about game time, game time. Hopefully we'll be hooking me up with some Taylor Swift tickets because <laughs> it is the best way to get those last minute tickets Listen, don't be stressed about tickets. You can get those last minute deals, that last minute in to that event, that sporting event, that concert, whatever it is. Game time has you covered. It is the fast and easy way to get tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. And with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you're gonna have. <clears throat> but yeah, browse through the game time app. Check out some. Uh, check out the upcoming events. We're gonna have the Yankees in town. So listen later on this week. Look at those tickets because I feel like those are gonna be moving fast. But also, listen, that's gonna be a popping weekend. You need to make a point to get out to a Rockies game for sure. But you're gonna find flash deals on last minute tickets. You're gonna be able to see the view from the app of where you know what you'll be able to see in your seats which i think is incredible and the lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection job loss protection and more but yeah forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event and the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you ever find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent so you can be confident buying your tickets, knowing you're going to get the best deal. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get tickets in a matter of seconds in just two taps sent directly to your phone. Never have to dig through your email. 
So here's what you're gonna do to snag your tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code DNVR, and you are getting $20, $20 off your first purchase. Again, terms apply, but create an account, redeem it with code DNVR. You're getting $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, let's get Ben back in here now that we've shouted out all the people who keep the lights on around here. Ben, let's talk. Let's talk about Yankee El Fernandez. Do you know anything about Yankee El Fernandez? Because uh, he I mean, is one of our, our brightest lights right now in the uh, Rockies <laughs> yeah. farm system. So I haven't watched him play much, but I, of course, know his name. But yeah, it mm -hmm. seems like uh, there's good things coming out of uh, uh, the minors with his performances. So I'm excited to see if he continues it, which I think he will, and to see him sooner than later, probably next next year, right? Probably, probably. But honestly, I mean, yeah. you never know. Um, he ranks second in all of the minor leagues in RBI. Second. He actually might have more RBI than games played this season. Yeah, that's imp I mean, that's impressive. He's yeah, he's seen the ball well, and uh, yeah, it, and he is more. I believe uh, he could play left right or really anything right they i mean they could put him anywhere in the outfield yeah yeah he's um i mean that's kind of what the rockies do like everyone can play every position yeah <laughs> everyone can play it all oh my we are also side note on the draft we are 13 picks into the 2023 mlb draft right now we are flying through this just trying to see some of the other guys drafted Yes. Interesting. I'm curious. There's a there's a Eaton Colorado kid who's pretty good, but I don't know where he's expected to go. But um, it'll be interesting if the Rockies try to keep him in Colorado. I, I would literally expect him to be drafted by the Rockies, no matter what. <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah, if that seems can, something they If they can they would get do. to him, I don't know where he was projected, but if they can get to him, they love a Colorado dude. Absolutely. They yeah. just I'm, love it. I'm not. I'm not sure where is the second pick for us. Um, it's in the second round. Um, let's. Uh, I got it. Forty-six. It looks. Forty-six. Like. All right. So we got. We got some time. We got some time. We got some time. Yeah. We got a bunch of time. We got a bunch of time. Um. Uh, all right. So uh, yeah, we're, we got the draft going on. We're gonna keep y'all posted on that. Let's uh, talk about some Rockies news. This one hurts me. This one, okay, so this was in the Rockies game notes. On this day in 2017, it was the last game before the All-Star break. At that time, rookie Kyle Freeland almost threw a no-hitter, and it was one of the most exciting moments in Rockies history. Eight and a third no-hit innings against the White Sox at Coors Field uh, before that one-out single in the ninth to Melky Cabrera. But dang, for that to be something that happened on this day six years ago and then see Kyle Freeland also on the mound, also cooking, and then leave that game in such a frustrating way. Oof, Ben, this is tough. This is tough to take. Yeah, it's, it's kind of eerie, too. It's on the same day. Yeah. I remember it, that game, too. I wasn't at it, but I, I remember that one. 
think everyone, yeah, that's like just one of those games where it's like, if you were there, you remember it. If you weren't there, you remember where you were watching it. I was in my apartment in Hartford because that dude had just been a yard goat the year before. So I was like very invested, could yep. not believe it, was so bummed. And now, yeah, I think this is just, this is um, the dichotomy of what this team looked like six years ago 2017 and 2018 such exciting seasons and now this is so we've had such bad luck yeah injuries really are screwing up everything and yeah going back to that 2017 2017 team there's probably not a lot of players still left on it other than a handful of guys right <laughs> yeah kind of a small handful of dudes um <laughs> yeah one yeah. very small hand <laughs> well, a very small yeah. of dudes, for sure. Um, let's talk about the minors just super quickly. Cole Tucker has had a hitting streak going on. He's been cooking down there. Michael Tolia has an on-base streak going on. And we also got, not necessarily minors news, but we got um, an update from Sonia Chen of MLB.com. Uh, Antonio Sensatella and Brent Suter both through bullpen sessions on Saturday. Very promising. We need we need Senza. We need a man in the rotation. Of course, we need Suter, but good Lord, we need some starters. And uh, Bud Black mentioned that Peter Lambert, um, he started with uh, AAA Albuquerque the other day. Um, he'll pitch after the All-Star break, but he said, and then continue to build his pitch count and hopefully at some point he performs to the point where he gets recalled based on performance. So uh, we got some some bright news in the future, hopefully, for some Rockies pitching. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> I'm curious what happens with Suter because didn't Schmidt make a comment about him and he hinted that he wants to keep him around? But I don't know how much merit we can put into that. At least like how I always see the Rockies, like if they, especially with pitchers, they're, they're such hoarders in the sense that like if a guy pitches well at altitude and also enjoys being a pitcher in Colorado, they will kind of do whatever they can to keep him around. Like we saw this happen right before the all-star or right before the trade deadline last year when Daniel Bard could have been a piece that could have been a trade piece and instead they signed him to an extension. So I could definitely see the Rockies signing Brent Suter to some kind of extension. Uh, I think that's in the realm of possibility. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I would be fine with yeah. keeping him around. There's other. There's a handful of other guys I'd be fine seeing traded, but I think he's one yeah. that I would like to see stay around. All right, Ben, who's on who's on your wish list to get traded? Uh, see, this is where I make enemies in the chat. Um, <laughs> oh no, no, just just go for it. This is your villain era. You have the yeah, stage. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think CJ Crone. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, health concerns, I think some teams are a little iffy on him, even though he seems healthy now. But you know, back spasms, it can just kind of flare back up. Uh Gritchick, I think, is another one. Um, those are the two main ones. Charlie Blackman is interesting, but it's just kind of like, well, you know, he's he's not healthy right now, so mm -hmm. I don't really see the market for him right now, but I think Definitely Crone and, and Suter, or sorry, not Suter. I want Suter. Uh, Gritchick are the two that I think are going to get shipped. I think those, I think Gritchick, no, I'm not saying this is like a wish list, but I am saying that I could definitely see Gritchick being a guy that the Rockies move come the trade deadline. 
I, I that's the one that I'm like, that's the most possible in my personal opinion. That is the most possible. Yeah, it, it just, and I think he made a comment too, like after a game, uh, that was kind of odd. I, I forget what it was. It was, it was alluding to something with like the trade deadline coming up. And, you know, he's been on another team before this. So, you know, there's some more sample size of work just outside of like, oh, his cores numbers. And I, I could see a team picking him up and just building some depth. So, yeah, he said after a game, I forget who he was talking to, but he said something about like, oh, if you, you know, get traded, that's exciting because that means you're going to a contender. Like, oh, Randall, you're still you're still here. That's that's what he said, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, um, of course. I'm, but still, I'm like, <laughs> it's just he's very blunt about the the situation going on. Yeah, so. it was. I wasn't expecting yeah. it. That is for dang sure. It was not. Yeah, when expecting. I read that, I was like, oh, okay, Randall. All right. <laughs> okay. Why do you gotta hate us like uh, that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he hates us. I just it was a very interesting conversation. I wish I could find it now because. I forget who he was talking to. And I prefer to shout out when, you know, we're talking about other people's exactly, journalistic work. Yeah, yeah. But uh, listen, I mean no harm. I mean That's no harm. That's my fault. <laughs> it's all your I, fault. I, for some, I couldn't remember if it was, it, it definitely wasn't the Patrick then you would have remembered. Yeah. It was someone else though. Maybe it was Patrick. Was it our, my own freaking coworker? <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. It's been a, we've had a tough week. We've now had I'm a just tough giving week. him credit for it now. So now we're even double. It actually it might here. have been Patrick, the dude who <laughs> fucking works here. <laughs> um, thanks. I hate it. Um, pretty exciting weekend baseball headline wise. Ellie De La Cruz, speaking of getting young guys that were calling up quickly into the mix. Oh my gosh. Did you see him yesterday, Ben? I wasn't watching live, but Twitter uh, quickly notified me. Like, my whole feed was Ellie De, De La Cruz, every angle possible. Uh, so that, that was great. Of course, he stole three bases in basically a minute, which is insane. Crazy. Uh, that I mean, look, baseball, you know, with the pitch clock, viewership has gone up. But guys like this, like – they're going to really help where the league's at in the next like five to 10 years. So I'm excited about him. A very exciting player. I could not believe I'm like, wait, you're telling me he stole home, but also before that he stole second and third. That's insane. Absolutely crazy. And I mean, he's, he's so fast. Like he hits so uh, balls to the shortstops and he's like, you have to, you have to get it out of your mitt and get it the first. Cause he is, trucking and he'll he'll get infilled uh singles like that so it, it's it's really fun to watch him out there yeah i just looked up i'm like how tall is ellie de la cruz because he just seems like a giant he's also six five i think he's actually six five he's not six four he's like a real yeah. six five <laughs> yeah he, he's he's a for sure six five and he's he's a freak <laughs> 21 a years old goodness gracious he is so young yeah like, I look at a dude, I'm like, you're born in 2002? That's not a real year to be born. <laughs> Alyssa over here producing is just like, oh, my God. Well, yeah, looking at the draft board from today, I'm like, oh, my gosh. 2005? Jeez. No, that's not a real year. <laughs> it's not. <Yeah. laughs> I hate it.
It's, okay, it's we're like the meme on the plane, right? <laughs> Over there is not real. Yeah, it is not real. <laughs> um, we are now 15 picks into the draft. We're going to break all this down a little more come tomorrow's show. First, real fast, um, uh, listen, maybe Kyle Freeland needs to call Bacchus and Shanker because, oof, that man is injured at work. And uh, that is what Bacchus and Shanker does. They are here to help you when you have been injured Maybe at work, maybe it's a car accident, something that wasn't your fault. Bacchus and Shanker here to help because Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They're helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And it's totally free to talk to them. It is totally free to get some advice. It's free until they win you money. It's free while they are working on your case. You're not paying a dime until they win for you and they've done it a lot because they've won more than a billion dollars for their clients and they have uh, locations offices serving all of Colorado including Denver Aurora Englewood and Fort Collins and they've got the strength and power to win your case too because they've got more than 30 lawyers and a hundred staff the bottom line is Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you were not at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. So call them at 222-2222. Literally the easiest phone number in the world. To find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. All right. Ben, what were we talking about? We're talking about the draft. We're talking about baseball news. What has been your favorite moment of the weekend, baseball-wise? Favorite moment uh, has to be Ellie. I mean, that that was insane to see that. Um, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I, I will allow it. I will allow it. And and also, I got to give Otani a shout out because he's still just doing Otani things at this point. It's just like, oh, you know. Oh, another home run out of him. It's like expected. It kind of reminds me of when Jokic just has like triple doubles and we're just like, oh, yeah, that, just another triple double, right? <laughs> yeah, right. He had another home run today, right? Like he's just insane. He's a maniac. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's insane what he's doing out there. So, but, you know, the Angels have their own issues going on, though. So we'll see if they can uh, squeak in the playoffs. Yeah, seriously. I mean, uh, everyone's got a little bit better of a chance of sneaking into the playoffs with this, um, uh, you know, the new playoff format. Let's see how far out the Angels are. Um, uh, the Angels are. Where did my rankings go? I'll pull it up to play. OK, you're, I was going to say you might have faster fingers than me. The Angels right now. They are 45 and 46. So that's like, it's not even that bad, but like, it's not good, but like, it's genuinely not that bad. Oh my gosh. The A's are 25 and 67. <laughs> yeah, that that's not good. Oh my You know, the, the thing with the angels right now, I think it was their GM came out and said something about like, I don't want to trade Otani because I don't want to be the guy who traded Otani. And I was like, I felt that. <laughs> you know what? I feel that too. But like, homeboy, it's out of your hands. You can't keep an Otani if you're not going to treat an Otani right and give him a world freaking series ring. I know. And if if they don't make it this year and he's still on the team, like I th I think he has to go to some other team. I would yeah. I would hate for it to be the Yankees, but at this point, I'd rather see him on the Yankees than the Angels. 
I mean, I, yeah, I want to see him in a place where he could potentially actually succeed. I could really see him going to the Dodgers, though, because you look at how the Dodgers did so little this past offseason. And I mean, they're fine. Like, they always have, like, random incredible talent coming up through their farm system. It's crazy. But I could totally see them being like, Otani, we saved up for you. Yeah, or they'll just find more money out of nowhere. Because it always seems like that, right? Like the Dodgers, you'll just see another acquisition. You're like, do they just have unlimited monopoly money? What's going on here? Are they just printing their own money out here? I think we need to do an investigation. Something's going on. Crazy. Something is going on. Um, I cannot believe. Yeah, the Rockies are okay. The Rockies are thirty-five and fifty-seven right now. Rockies are on pace to lose a hundred and one games right now at this point in the season. <sighs> Got to win some home games. I mean, that's where a lot of the issues have been. Like our away record, I feel like is it's not good, but it's it's been kind of on par with what we typically do on the road. It's just been at home. We're twenty and twenty-four. Like that and, needs yeah. to definitely change. 20 and 24 at home, 14 and 33 on the road. We know that the Rockies gen- generally don't produce on the road like they do at home, but to be that far under 500 at home where we should be we should be doing a lot better. It's just it's a bad sign. 18 games back right now. Yeah, 18 back and I'm looking at the next game and that's against the Yankees as we mentioned earlier and I'll be at uh, the Saturday game and i have a feeling that's going to be sold out i think uh with yankee fans a lot of yankee fans oh i uh, i would put i would put money on that the, all of those games being sold out everyone loves to see, yeah. to see the yankees they haven't been in town in a while it'll be their their first game back uh off the all-star break those are definitely going to be sold out uh caitlin in the chat right now otani to the o's over my dead body <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't, no, I, we don't think I that's would like, I would like for that to happen, but it, it's probably not going to happen. I think it's extremely unlikely. Caitlin is an O's fan. We know her because she's our oh, coworker, yeah. and she's a bully. <laughs> nice. Hey, you know what? I will say this about the Orioles. They are very fun to watch, though. They are. They're so much fun yeah. to watch. They are blowing us all away. And you know who I love this for the most? I love this for Jackson Holiday. <laughs> yep. What a what a, a nice young man who grew up. I think he in, got caught up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, he's a nice young man who grew up in that Rockies clubhouse. Actually remembers, you know, being a kid in there, like playing wiffle ball, and it's like, oh my gosh, so adorable. But what were you saying, Ben? Oh, I think he got promoted up to double A now. Is that correct, or was it double to triple? Double A. Oh, yeah, he's in double A right now, reports okay. Caitlin Maximer, who's not a reporter, but is just keeping track. <laughs> I heard her immediately. It was like, double A. <laughs> She's on it. She is on it. Um, uh, we, we've been on it. We're gonna. I guess we're going to wrap up this show now. But, uh, you know, we've been on it. We've been – we're on top of all the latest Rockies news. We are going to stay on top of all the draft news. Uh, Ben's going to help us with some home run derby picks tomorrow's show, so you'll have to check that out. Ben, where can uh, where can we follow you on social media so we can keep track of all the stuff you're doing, all the great stuff your company Capwise is up to? Drop the handles. Yeah, uh, at Ben underscore Carry C A R Y underscore on. Uh, Twitter <laughs> threads now <laughs> like I'm on threads. I don't know. Are people still on that? I was on it. I'm on it. 
<laughs> I'm on it. I don't like it because like I yeah. have you know because my Instagram audience and my Twitter audience are two very different audiences. My Instagram yeah. audience, they just think I'm like a cutie pie. But my like Twitter audience is like, this woman has problems, but like it's pretty entertaining. I'm I'm just trying I'm to figure out like what to post on there and. I mean, it's kind of like the Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's how I kind of feel about it. Amen yeah. to that. Yep. I feel exactly the same way. Uh, yeah, I don't really know where to put all my stupid bullshit, but um, <laughs> we, um, we're we just going to keep it on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies, where you can get all the latest updates on everything that's going on with this draft. Um, I mentioned Ben will be back with some home run derby bets very excited for that we'll have all the all-star game and home run derby coverage our shows are at 4 p.m mountain time monday and tuesday so uh, tune in for those all-star game and home run derby both at six o'clock monday and tuesday uh you can follow me at the Susie hunter on all platforms ben ben do you know what i say about closing out a show uh yeah i do you never know how to close out a show I literally, I don't know how to end a conversation. I don't know Ooh, how to end I know, a show. I know how we can do it. I, I have one. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? Sure. Sure. Give me, give me yours. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a question and we're just going to, I'm going to ask the question and I, I can answer it too, if you want me to, but I, I want to hear your bold take for the second half of the Rocky season. My bold take in one sentence in four words. It can't get worse. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you tomorrow at 4 p.m. Mountain Time here on the DNVR Rocky DNVR Sports YouTube channel. See you later.